This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. All right, all right. Good morning, good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Great. And gents, good morning. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and gentlemen, yes. I was going to get to him, but I mean, you know, <laughs> introduction. I wasn't going to leave you out. Believe me, you're the most important person <laughs> at the table right now. Besides Terry. Welcome <laughs> to Through the Net. <laughs> Through the Nets, Episode 7, Prep School and Beyond, with our special guest, Jermaine Jackson. Just for introductions, I'm Lakita Gantz, our son, Robert Davis Jr., at University of Detroit Jesuit. Sonia Waters Thomas, Xavier Thomas, and Tyler Thomas. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Bush. And I have to see crew. Too many to name. Yeah, it's too many. <laughs> hey, Bush, with my kids. <laughs> Terry, Terry, uh, Jamal's mom, Jamal Trice, uh, at Warren Lincoln. And we are without Lauren. Heather. Heather. They're watching. Sunshine. Sunshine. Tiff. And Tiff. Tiff's on the way, though. Yeah. Tiff's on the way. And, and Bopper. And Bopper. And Bopper. And Bopper. Yes. Bopper is training softball players this morning. Go ahead, Bop. Get yes, them get girls ready. All right. So, JJ, just so you know, uh, we uh, hit the bell whenever something uh, important or a very good point is made. Yes. So, hopefully, your bell is popping off today. I'm sure it will be <laughs> with all your good knowledge. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a little bit of feedback on uh, today's show. We The last two weeks we did uh, reclassification. Right. I think that it was a very hot topic for everyone. And I think today's topic going into prep school and beyond is, is, is awesome because it's the next step after students, what, graduate from high school right. and or before. So it's some knowledge that we need to know. And so we'll probably, we'll just get started with you. If you can... One, first of all, JJ, give us some background about where you from, who you are. I know, we know, right. but our, our listeners may need to be reminded of your greatness. Uh, well, actually, um, <clears throat> from the east side of Detroit. Hey. East to, side. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Hit it five more times. Attended Finney High School. Push it all the way, or scoot up. You could probably scoot up a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. Yeah, attended Finney High School. I uh, played basketball there for two years. I actually played football for three years. And then I uh, attended University of Detroit, went there for four years, and graduated communication and business degree. And I also went to the NBA and played overseas. So all in all, I played uh, professional ball for 16 years. Nice. Okay. Hey, that's a, that's, a, that's a bail right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where what are you currently doing? Let's, let's go into what you're currently doing so that right. we can get our uh, audience to understand, you know, the topic. I coach high school and post-grad um, basketball at Spire Academy in Ohio, Geneva, Ohio. What's the difference? The, difference, the difference is basically um, there's, there's not too many rules. And you can play over 35 to 40 games and travel to play against the best players in their city and states. And sometimes you can go overseas and play against teams. And uh, you got more time to be in the gym. You ain't got to wait for the volleyball team to get done and okay. the girls' team to right. get done. Right. And, you know, if it's raining in, in, in high school, if it's raining outside, the baseball team had to come in and get mm. the gym. We don't have to worry about anything like that. So some of our kids take classes online so they can be in the gym three times a day. Nice. Zero okay. nice. age limit? Well, no, I mean, well, you can go from high school. I mean, from eighth grade to um, – a year past high school. Okay. okay. So post-grad, uh, I mean, high school is meaning they they haven't graduated from high school yet. Right. So there are players who come before they even get out of high school. Yeah. And then post-grad are players who have graduated from high school but aren't ready to go oh. to college. Right. Or you can mix your team up. Uh, some high school kids can play post-grad. Oh, oh nice. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because cool. yeah, it's a tougher competition. Gotcha. All right. And you guys have how many teams? Two. 
High school. Well, let's, what school are you at? Please tell us. Spire Academy. Spire Academy in Geneva, Ohio. Yeah. How long has Spire been around? I couldn't even. I couldn't even lie to you. I don't know. I think they've been around for like fifteen to sixteen years. Something okay. like that. Because I didn't hear of it until you got there. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, <laughs> like, oh, I, did you I build haven't. this school? Because I never heard of it. Yeah, so I haven't. Cool. I haven't either. But so let. Yeah. So how did that even come about? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, a friend or a friend, an agent or an agent, and mm-hmm. you know, those situations occurred. Then I came down to the school and I looked. Well, I came down to the facilities. Okay. And I looked at it and I'm like, wow, you know, this is a platform that can be great for a lot of kids. You know, to kickstart their career because I mean, a high school, high school like PSL and things like that, and not to knock it, it doesn't compare. Okay, you know, it doesn't compare because I mean, I tell you a quick story. We had a kid that came from a PSL team that came to our um, team late and seeing us traveling and things like that. And the first two games, he was scared. Okay, I mean, he was honestly scared, and I called his name and said, "Yo, come on, yo, come on," and he didn't get up. And I'm like, "Yo, let's go." So I'm like, "All right, hell with." So when I got another player, like, let's go. So after the game, I'm like, yo, what's wrong? He's like, coach, I ain't never seen nothing like this. What? And I'm like, you ain't never seen nothing like this. He's like, no, I only seen a crowd like this when we played the PSL championship. Wow. And this is like every single game that it was like, oh, we playing them. Oh, we playing them. So every team we play against got at least one or two players that's in the top 100 or top 150 that don't nobody know about. And they'll come out there and destroy you if you ain't ready. I know that's right. Destroy. (laughs) Got any questions? I do. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, What about the academic portion of it? Mm -hmm. I know from a skill level, from an athletic standpoint, cheer the, I guess, the aspects of, from an academic standpoint. Well, you'll have, for example, you'll have some kids coming in with bad grades. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have, like, outside of the school, we also have tutors. So So a normal day for our kids our kids online to go to school at eight o'clock, mm-hmm. and they'll be done basically like twelve. Okay, mm-hmm. and then it's basketball from that point on. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of our kids that's not online, they'll go to school at like seven thirty, and they'll get out probably at one. Okay, and then it'll be once they get out at one and come over to our facility, we have something set up for them to study again. Okay, so they'll be so when they get out of school, they'll come and um, it'll be like an hour, an hour and a half before they can go in the, in the weight room or in the gym. Okay to um, <clears throat> finish their work that they previously was doing at school or before because they miss a lot of days of school just from traveling. Okay. Nice. Right. Sorry, babe. Go ahead. I got a question. <laughs> All right. All right. I got a question. Oh, so, yeah. uh, Go um, so, I, of course, since, since you've been there, mm-hmm. I've, you know, and I'm just – a connoisseur for always trying to figure out what's going on, what's good, what's not good, or just just having knowledge of it just in case I have the opportunity to do it. So I was watching one of the videos with um, there were uh, three of the guys from Detroit that have come to you from one school, the same school. They were teammates here and they came to play for you. And they were saying they were talking about how it's a basically they can do basketball all day. And they can go to school, but they get a chance to practice what they're trying to do for the rest of their life, which right. is play basketball. Right. And so in that sense, and, and I'm thinking, well, is that something that we want our kids to do all day, every day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, based on, I guess, wanting our kids to go to the NBA, or is, is that their ultimate dream? Is that their, that their goal for you? Like, what's the goal for kids being able to do this all day? when you look at it from your point of view? Well, first of all, you, you're you not going to prep school 
to be a dentist. Amen. Okay. You know, I, I got mean, you. Let, let's just be honest about it. Right. You're okay. going there to hoop. You're got going you. there to take care of your family, your community, whatever it may be. Right. And um, and he's right. Like, like I said, with the kids online, the kid can come in in the morning, work out, eat breakfast, go to class for two hours, go back to the gym, then go back to the teacher after that, and then go back to the gym. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let, let's just be real. Like, m- one of my biggest things that helped me become successful is I fell in love with my alarm clock. Amen. Okay. You know what I mean? So right. I didn't keep pushing snooze and snooze and snooze. Right. See, in this situation at the, at the school, you can't push snooze. Mm-hmm. Because you got 10 or 11 kids and all of them can go. So now once you push snooze, absolutely. So now once you push snooze, you sitting with the biggest motivator now, the bench. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's the thing. So all those guys rushing to get to the gym. Coach, let's get some more shots up. Coach, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. Because now everywhere we go, it's cameras everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. So everybody want to know when my highlight is coming up next. Mm -hmm. When my highlight is coming up next. But see, you ain't putting that work in like that for your highlight to come up. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's one of the things. But like I say, you 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 travel so much to this gym and that gym, and next thing you know, you hear eight thousand people saying you overrated. You see eight thousand people saying, like "Who the are crowd you?" Crowd is cruel. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's I can already brutal. imagine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's real brutal. So it, it's one of those situations to where you get a lot of kids saying, "Oh, I'm going to prep school." It ain't easy as you think. Right. 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 Mm. I agree. Mm. I, I have a question. Kind of question. Kind of a comment. We be talking. You're talking about prep school and who comes, and that is tuition based, and that the children want to go. So if they have this cash to come and pay for tuition, what kind of kid is the kid you say prep school isn't for you? Say that again. It's tuition based, which means someone can pay and come, but some kids are just shouldn't be there. What type of kid is a kid that just shouldn't be there? Because all of them think I want to play and I'm gonna play and I'm gonna work. But what kind of kid is you gonna be like? No, you probably should stay where you are and do. What well, you're I'll doing. be honest with you. Like with me, I always take a challenge. I'll take any kid. Right. Okay. You okay. Know, because okay. one of my things is make the unknown become known. Right. Hey. Gotcha. You know. Yes. And, I think that's a bill. Yes, that's and, a that's and, a bill. And, and <laughs> the thing about it, like we have we have a kid on our team now, you know, and it's funny because he'll say, "Coach, I'm going D1. Coach, I'm going D1," and he is going. He and and he doesn't play, mm-hmm. but he is going D1 academically. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's going to Division One school academically because uh-huh. like that's his biggest thing. That's, that's his thing. biggest that's goal. His goal. Right. You know what I mean? That's his biggest goal. So. His greatest admiration of Pan is I'm around all these guys, I'm playing whenever. I mean, his practice is his games. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So now right. when he get into the game, I mean, honestly, you have the crowd, like, and we on the road going right. crazy about this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a kid from Dubai, and they go crazy about him. And right. he get in and he hit a shot. And, and it's over. Yeah. Like, and it's I, over. that's, yeah. that, that's coaching, so though. Like, yeah. when yeah. the kid... Doesn't have the doesn't have the talent of the one that fifteenth kid or that thirteenth, and they don't have it. And when they get in the game, yeah, everybody's for excited yeah. for him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, everybody's mm-hmm. for him that's I awesome. Mean, he works on his game, and he he tries to mimic everything I do with the guys, and he, he can't, but he tries so hard, right, to where the guys be like. Coach, put him in. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, that's, let, that's him show it. You, let him show you what he got today, yeah. Coach. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's that's dope. Tell us about your mentality coming from Detroit when it comes to all the things that you have accomplished. And I'm saying that because it takes a heck of a man to leave here where we know all, like we we're so <laughs> deep in our culture of basketball here right. to say, I'm going to walk away from my city and I'm going to go to another city and I'm going to use all my resources of my city to make me successful where I'm at now. 
And it's crazy because I said that before to Jalen Rose, like, where you going? You know, seriously, like, where you going? He's, Jay, you got to go. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you got to go. You know what I mean? And once that occurred, and it's crazy, but you got more love from people oh. you don't know mm-hmm. right? than yeah. people you do yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'll be honest with you, and on my way here, I was thinking, I said, damn. It's a lot of people that I share my dream conversations with mm-hmm. that's not around me no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> because once you get to going and they feel like you're leaving them, they try to pull, pull you back. back. Right, Absolutely. right. They try to pull you back. No, nah, I mean, you can't do this. No, nah, I mean, you can't do this. So you know, and, and the biggest, uh, I call it the biggest hot chart right now is, is Facebook because you got a lot of dudes that hide behind Facebook. Oh, I think he's this, or I think this person is that, and they've never been a voice of reason in nobody's community. Right. That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> they never right been a voice of reason in nobody's community. They never going in gyms, being in there with multiple kids, not just one kid who you think, oh, I can get this deal off. Of Amen. Right. Right. Amen. Multiple Ooh, kids. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? And and they don't do it. They want that one kid to say. Look who I got. Uh-huh. We that good. one is my product. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And what about the rest of the 13? Right. right. And, yeah. and that's... You had access to. So, yeah. so with saying that, um, a couple a couple weeks ago, we were talking about um, daddy coaches. Um, I know you, you've coached mm-hmm. your son. Um, we, we have, <laughs> oh God, really bad experiences <laughs> with daddy coaches. How do you separate the two? How do you be a dad... As well as a coach, all coaches to listen to, right now. To, yes, to, <laughs> to all the children, because you are you are that role model. They look up to you, and you have to be dad and coach. And that's true, but I, I look at it as being dad for all of them. Yeah, right. And yes. the bad thing with me is, I coach my son. Like I retired from playing to coach my son mm-hmm. because okay. I knew guys couldn't give him what I can give him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had we had multiple fights. I mean, we went home mm-hmm. without having conversations. <laughs> exactly. Like, not talking to him. Yeah, His mama, what's part. wrong? Well, hell with him. He, he right. don't want to do this, do that. Right. Because my thing is, you told me this is what you want to do. Amen. Now, if do you wanted to play the violin, go yeah. play the violin. Right. And I'm going to be on that teacher mm-hmm. to make sure you yes. be the best violin player you can be. Yes. Right. Yes. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of, I mean, <laughs> you get a lot of parents, they try to live their dreams through their the kids. kids. Yes. You know what I mean? And they, you got to do this, you got to Okay, well... You can be on them like that if you're in the gym with them six, seven hours a day. Right. If you're running miles with them. Right. You're really putting it in with them. Don't in the weight room kid, with them. Yeah, hey. don't, give your kid, <laughs> don't give your kid to a science coach. He's a science teacher, but he coached. Don't give your kid to him. Now you want to cuss that guy out. Exactly. exactly. You knew that guy couldn't coach anyway. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? But a lot of guys don't want to sacrifice and go the extra mile for their kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like I say, I gave up, which I thought I had two more years in the tank. I gave it up and said, you know what? It's about you now. Let's roll. Okay. Uh-huh. So, okay. And we had that conversation on the phone a couple of days yeah. ago when it comes to just myself making a certain decision yeah. for my son. Because right. at the end of the day, we have kids and our job is to sacrifice. Amen. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. You know? Quite regularly. Yeah. yeah. So um, with you, well, no, I'm going to say us first. Moms. All of us are moms with sons. It's hard being that mom, yeah. especially because most of our boys are are rotten. I mean, it is <laughs> yes. what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what advice do you give moms? Because um, it's, it's really hard to sit back and watch your son, whatever it may be. Sometimes know, they don't play. Know who you put in your kid. Yeah. I, I mean, know. yeah. I mean, when you bring your kid to a program, mm-hmm. I say do your homework on that person, not the program. 
because the program going to be there. Mm -hmm. Do your homework on that person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a person can have a resume good as gold, right. but can he really communicate with this kid? Can right. he get what he need to get out of this kid? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and, and the My thing about sure. it is, and you always <laughs> got to understand too, a lot of people give you conversations about a person. Oh, he ain't this. He ain't that. You take he with that, but at the end of the day, like with me, I'm going in the gym to see this coach. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see, hey, coach, let me, where your layout at? Right. You know, because a lot of coaches don't have plans. The only, only plans that they'll have on there is that $1,500 fee. Right. You know, that $425 yeah. that you got to pay for, uh -huh. you know, you go to Ohio. Exactly. Exactly. Right, right, Book bag and shoes, whatever. So, exactly. You, can look nice you know, and, and one thing about me, like, as being a coach, I invite all the parents to practice. Because it makes my job easier. Now you know why your kid not playing. Hey, right. Okay. Because you watch him every day. Right. You know uh -huh. what I mean? But at the end of the day, I think there's motivational coaches that's just a motivated kid for 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And now you don't hear from that kid don't hear from that coach again until practice starts. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I give all my kids my phone. Oh, every kid I deal with got my phone number. Consistency right. is everything. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I try my best to, you know, talk to them whatever off the court. I right. try to talk to my kids more off the court than uh -huh. on the court. Because, You're building that relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. a, you have to yeah. have it. That's a great yeah. um what you're saying, because I was talking to somebody the other day and this is for me, like um one of the things I witnessed as a an a student athlete people I saw, you know, be student athletes, the head coach always seems to put himself in a box, right, mm -hmm. where he coaches, but like you said, yeah. on the other side, the relationship <laughs> is not always there to the max, right? Yeah. And sometimes I know it's probably to separate the the um, the authority to, you know, to know this is, I, I think it's a business thing personally, yeah. mm -hmm. but Going back to coaches should have the relationship off the court and most importantly, like yeah. that's just something big. And why do why do college coaches or coaches in the NBA, because I know they do it too, mm -hmm. why do they feel they can't do both? Well well the thing is I think like more often NBA coaches do than college coaches. Okay. Yeah, NBA NBA coaches have relationships with the players. Mm -hmm. They they do. I mean, they'll go hang out with them. They develop it early yeah, on. Yeah, they'll yeah. have yeah. a beer with them. I right. Mean, they'll come to their house and mm -hmm. laugh and joke with them. Like, for example, one day Magic Johnson told me he was going on vacation when he's with the Lakers, and that's when Pat Riley was the coach and things like that. Pat Riley don't go on vacations, <laughs> you know. So all of a sudden he told his wife, "Hey, baby, um." Think we're gonna go on vacation. And she's like, What? You gonna do what? So next thing you know, he ended up his room was right next to Magic Johnson's room. Okay. Right. You know what I mean? But when you really look at it, they didn't just have a coach player relationship. Right, right. right. They had like a brother brother relationship, relationship to where that's why they dominated the eighties. It was about their relationship. Right. You exactly. Know what I mean? mm -hmm. And I tell you one of the things like when Kevin Durant was at OKC, I said, Man, y'all didn't win it. Y'all didn't win that. Y'all didn't go to the finals or win it because of y'all play. My my experience of it was, I think y'all lost because y'all didn't have veteran leadership on the bench. Mm -hmm. You know, when you had that veteran leadership on the bench in the NBA, he can grab that young all-star and say, hey, man, no, you, you don't do that like that. Right. You got to mm -hmm. go by this and that. But when you got those young guys on the bench, they rolling with you because they want to get in the whip right. with you. Right. They want to do this, do that. Right. So like, yeah, right. you right. No, no, you right. You exactly. Know what I mean? And that's, I mean, that's how, that's why, I mean, not jumping the gun, but that's why I think, our program at Spire right now is so successful because there's no hot Cheetos around. What I mean by that is your, your handler saying, you better than him. 
Right, right, right. right. You need right. to shoot more. Uh-huh. You know? right. So now all those kids got a chance to love each other for who they are. Right. And not listening to this person right. or that person or whatever it may be. Trust, you trusting know? their teammates. Oh, yeah. yeah, because like one of the guy asked me, he said, uh, you think if you had this team in Detroit, would you be successful? I said, hell no. <laughs> yeah, environment is everything. Yeah, it yeah. Is. It is. environment and culture. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna say, go say back to culture because I've watched you. And I, I first of all, let me just say I've been watching you since you were in high school. I was only uh, probably ninth, tenth grade. I saw him play at Finney. He was a junior, right. and I was like, "Oh my God, whoever that is, Mama, he tough. He tough <laughs> as hell." And since then, you know, I've been a big fan of just the passion that you play with, mm-hmm. the passion that you bring out in everything. And I noticed the change and the difference in the culture when you took over as the interim coach at UAD. The culture that I saw with those guys in terms of their their faces, their, their just the smiles. How do you connect so well with student athletes? Well, I mean, I ain't going to say – in my in my version of I'm gonna say athlete students because that's what I was. Mm-hmm. You know I, I, I appreciate it. Real. I wasn't no student. Keep it real. That's the honesty and what it, it, <laughs> yeah. and it is. Like it is it. athlete that's, student. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, because I mean, and and I mean, just saying for the people that's watching, how maybe I don't mean to offend nobody, but I think school is a waste of time at, at certain points. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. What I mean when when. I mean, I'm, I just go back to it like, damn, I was in high school. Yeah, we had fun. We skipped class. We did all type of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you get in college, you know, your coach, because Perry Watson was kind of, he was on us. It wasn't no missing class or anything like that. But, like, to my age right now, and I'm like, I ain't learned nothing in college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't learn nothing. What I learned was how to be on time because – Coaches don't have me running them right. same team. Time right. management, yeah, discipline. Yeah. I mean, that's what I learned. It wasn't like I was learning marketing or this right. or that. It, it wasn't. I mean, I learned all that on that court right? and off the court of how to become a leader and things like that. So yeah. it was just one of those spirituality situations to where I want to hoop. You know what I mean? So when I kick it with our kids, sometimes we don't even talk basketball because that's not the problem. Right. The problem is yeah, they else. got single parents at home mm-hmm. and they're like, shit, coach, I don't know what to do. Right. So now they here and I'm here, but I don't use this coaching title. You know what I mean? I come, I use my humble title to where I'm coming down to meet him where he at. Exactly. Now I'm finna figure his exactly. world out. Yes. yes. I'm finna figure his and world out. Because right. Figure his world out. Yeah. That man. Yeah. That's, that's so the, so I was going to ask that question. What makes a good coach? Because I know that um, I'm looking for schools for my son for mm-hmm. high school. And like you said, do research. Um, I did research on a few coaches and I'm asking, like, what about this coach? What about this coach? And sometimes I hear about their personal life. Yeah. Please explain to me how to I know it. that is, but it's important for the personal life. Of course, it's important of what village you're raising your child in. And Let the coach is going to be that like village. Right. Let me okay. put it to you like this. We all got kids that watch TV and say, Mama, I love Wesley Westbrook. Daddy, I love LeBron James. Mm -hmm. You love the player because you don't know the person. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's the thing. You love the player because you don't know the person. Now, once you get to know the person, you might hate the damn player. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And and just being honest. And and it's the same thing with with coaches because a lot of coaches, they hold on to them titles. Oh, I'm a coach, so I can do this. Oh, I can do that. Mm -hmm. My whole thing be... I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a mentor. I'm not a coach. 
You know right. what I mean? I'm here as a spiritual babysitter, really. Uh -huh. And I'm going to make sure you don't do this and don't do that. And it's like, you know, your baby, you spank that hand uh -huh. or whatever it may be. I sit back and let them help me. Yes. You yes. know, I let them help me. Okay, <laughs> that's your issue. Thanks for showing it to me. I'm finna help that's you with that. Now. Right. Okay. Right. That's your yes. strength. Okay, now I'm gonna make that better for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's just like where like I, me and Keita was talking, we was talking about coaches coming out of time. I was like, you ain't drop nothing. A coach you coming to your house and he'll sell you everything. Everything, yeah. Yep. True. Yep. He'll sell you everything and he gonna leave out and you ain't got nothing there and you can get on the phone with your girl and be like, girl, a coach just left here. Shit, I don't know what he was talking about. But he said he'll take care of my son. Right, right. You know right. What I mean? And it's like, take care of my son how? Right. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I mean? Uh, and and uh -huh. that'd be one of the things when you trying to pick and choose you gotta have your kid look in the mirror himself and ask him, do he really wanna do this? Yes. Right. Funny because, because, go ahead, go I'm ahead. I'm sorry, because yesterday my sister took my son to a workout and she was like, the coach was saying this, the coach was saying that. I was like, girl, the coach will tell you anything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, how are you going to work my child out? How are you going to make him better? And once they draw, so that is important. Yeah. So I gotta because it's amazing that you said workout. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I'll be honest, like I walk in the gym and see it, and I don't knock nobody what they do, mm -hmm. but somewhat I'll be honest, I do. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because I, I don't I don't love basketball. Mm -hmm. I'm in love with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's I do it all day, <laughs> every day. Like I'm looking at critiquing this, critiquing that all day, every day. So I was in the gym one day and this kid paid like $115 to train. And he's a guard. And I'm like, damn. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I walked out, and the kid dad came to me, you know what I mean? And I wasn't in the midst. He said, Coach, what do you think about him? What do you think? I don't know what to think about him. What position do he play? He said, well, he play guard. I said, well, I don't Couldn't know if he really play guard. tell based upon that workout. Yeah, but the whole thing was he played guard, but he ain't make not one pass in this workout. Mm. Right. Oh, so mm. can he pass? Because <laughs> <laughs> guard, they do pass. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and good guards pass well. Yeah. yeah. They make everybody better. But yes. it's, it's yes. just tough. I'll be honest with you. It's tough because it's not too many voice of reasons out here no more. Like when, when I was in high school, you know, you had you – had, um, Johnny Ghost, you know, JG Persian. Yeah, you had Harry Harrison. You yep. know what I mean? And Harry Harrison would be on over at Northern, and he'll come over by Finney and be like, "Hey, Jermaine, what the hell are you doing over here, boy?" I mean, like Karen. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, Perry Watson. You had all these guys. You know, you had Bob Preston. You had guys that was really engaged into these kids and right. things like that. And we don't have that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. That's what we're missing. Yeah, it's only, missing. Yeah, the only lacking. thing we have is when you look at, and I don't even have Facebook, but the only thing you have is Facebook conversations mm -hmm. with, with, you know, guys who could play on, in their, you know, prime system of high school, whatever it may be. Guys who left high school and went to college and probably was also everything and then didn't make it and get mad at the next person. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what you, you don't have happy campers right now. Right. right. Yeah. You know right. I mean? right. You don't have guys now who's saying, yo, man, we're going to get up at 6 a.m. We're going to go ahead and get it in and get then we're going to go yeah. back at 1230. You don't have that consistency uh -huh. because if you're going to work me out at 6 a.m. today, now you're not going to do it tomorrow or the next day and say, oh, we'll get back with it Friday. What is it? Like, right. one of my kids said, Coach, I want to start working out at 5 a.m. And I said, who you finna start working out with? <laughs> <laughs> I said, who you finna start working out with? And he said, you. I said, nah. Because if you work out with me at 5 a.m., we're going to do it 25 days straight. Right. Uh -huh. We ain't just finna do it now. And then you say, oh, Coach, 
uh, I, I got couldn't make to... it tomorrow. I'm done yeah. with you. Right. So right. I'm not even going to engage into that with you. So let's just stay with this team concept. Mm-hmm. And then after practice, work on where you're going to get your shots at within our offense. Right. And let's keep better. Let's keep getting better at doing that right. instead of saying, you feel good today. Coach, I want to do this. I say, yeah, that's like your first day of school. You it's always early. easy. Yeah. Then the next day is all coach, all coach, all coach. And you really can't deal with it. But you 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 have to engage into your kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. I want to piggyback off something Tiff asked a moment ago. She was talking about the coaches and how you have to do the separation when you're doing your search. I was at a game recently, and the people in the stance was taunting the, they were taunting the coach so bad about his personal life yelling everything about his personal business, personal business. And so someone said to him, like, that's why you got to separate your Facebook pages. And he's like, I don't have to do anything <laughs> as long as I'm working hard when I'm here. But when I say they said everything they could think of in his personal life wow. while he was coaching with that's people crazy. around watching, <laughs> with his superiors there and the, the children and other mm-hmm. parents. Children. So how do, should they separate or, or is that the, not the people's business? First well, I think of nothing else. That was enough to say that maybe you should. Someone said that to him, like, you should maybe separate your Facebook page. He said, I don't have to do anything. It's not taken away from my coach. Well, it kind of distracted is. everybody here. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a personal life. Right. You don't right. even have one. Because it's on point. Facebook. Right. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh-huh. So it's not a personal life. You're right. saying what you want people to hear. Right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And now, mm-hmm. if you're at a game coaching and somebody hollering that out, it comes with the territory. Right. Yep. I mean, it's a distraction. Oh, yeah. I've been called some of everything. I mean, but it comes with the territory. I mean, yeah. that, that's what it is. But the truth makes you smile. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> the truth makes you smile. So that that's the thing about it. But, you know, and that coach probably engaged into the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes I do it. Mm-hmm. But it'd be for the right reason. It's not to destroy nobody. You know right. what I mean? None mm-hmm. of that. So, you know, when 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 you got when you got something under your, in your closet, uh-huh. you got to stay off of Facebook. Uh-huh. Right. right. You that's know, true. or it's going to come back to you. Yeah, it's going to come back to you. But I just look at it like you'll have a lot of coaches that's coaching kids and then they're in the club that night. <laughs> You know oh. what I mean? I'm just saying. Like, oh. And, and it's like, nothing wrong with going to the club. But at the same time, these kids got Instagram and Facebook, too. Oh, that's coach holding that bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. shit, that's what's up. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now they get to practice the next day and be like, coach, you was cl- you was clown. You was kidding. I see you had the Balenciaga's on, coach. You, mm-hmm. you had the Cardi's on. You mm-hmm. had the hand bottle, coach. You was saying, oh, you know how I do my baby. Now it's a problem. Yeah. Right. Because now that kid going to do it. And the mm-hmm. coach going to say, what you doing? What coach I seen you doing this? Right. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So now is you my leader? Is, is you my father figure? Is, which one doing? is it? Because I seen you doing this and I think it's cool. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to do what you do, but right. always know those Somebody kids are watching. It's visible. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not personal. You don't nah. have a personal life. Nah. And that's gotcha. crazy because they are supposed to be role models. And But like you said, now it's Instagram and Facebook and all these things these kids see. I see a lot of good basketball players that were from around my area. They used to be good in basketball, but now they're ready to stop school and have money and, mm-hmm. you know, be gang and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I mean, because my biggest thing is, um, so uh, Coach Coach Flowers from uh, Henry Ford, you know Coach. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Flo. He, yeah, Flo. <laughs> he, he put a post up about a football coach. He, he was looking for a football coach. And I just made a comment after I saw kind of, all the people that were tagged because they tagged certain people to go after the job. And this is just me. You know, I look at the people page to see who they, you know, put on there. And one of the comments I made after I looked at some of the pages, I said, when you, you know, think about trying to become a head football coach of a program, it's important to make sure that your personal life or the things you're doing other than that 
are reflective of being a professional and 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 grooming kids. So I only said that though because when I saw the people they were tagging, I was just like, "This guy got weed. <laughs> this guy got a bone." <laughs> and y'all tagging these people to to lead our kids. Now, is it something wrong? No, but it is something wrong when you um, pur- purposely show everybody that this is what you do yeah. because everybody does something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I you coaching. You got to understand that yeah. it comes with the territory. So if you are to be a role model mm-hmm. and coaching, yeah, well, being a role model is inclusive of being a coach. Yep. Then that's just part of the game. So you do have to. Because I don't know not one parent that going to say, yeah, you know what? He wrote up the best joint. Let me send my kid over there. <laughs> fact, it's fact. not how it go. It's yeah. like it just comes with the territory, understanding the ramifications behind it. If you do anything other than what a parent actually wants you to do, and that's implant some type of positive seeds in their children's lives, whether it's whatever perspective sport it is. Yeah. I had on that, a video with Flowers was on his page. It was just he had the mic on while he was coaching. Mm-hmm. I tagged the coach in that too, but not to say this is what uh, this is good for you. I tagged him and I said to him yesterday, day before yesterday, you never be able to wear a mic because you don't know how to communicate without using a uh, vulgar language. And he said, you know what, T, you're right, but that's why I won't let him mic me. Just Instead like that. Of saying, and it was okay. Instead of saying, no, I can mean. communicate. Or if I knew, <laughs> I'm not me. I'm nice. You see the halo? Nope. I'll show you the message when we get done here. I said, you would never be able to wear a mic because you can't, you don't know how to speak. Without, right. no one would be able to watch you. Everyone would be able to watch you. One thing and, uh, for sure, said, coaching is not easy. And everybody thinks they I can totally do it. I totally agree it yeah. wouldn't be easy. And but he said, easy. that's why I wouldn't <laughs> wear one. Right. And, and I guess that's what you do. Yeah. You don't wear one. Flo is great what with are, that one. What are the, some of the biggest challenges that you have at the prep school with the student athletes that you, or the athlete, your athlete students? Like, what are some of the biggest challenges? Um, so, for parents who are thinking about sending their kids to prep school, knowing like, okay, if my kid is this way or that way, this may not be the best option. And they're away from home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you just gotta know your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, one of the biggest challenges for me is egos. Okay. You know, it's egos, and, okay. and you have to uh, check those at the door. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had certain um, conversations with a lot of kids that's on our team now, and I told them, shit, you can pack your bags and go home. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. I can win without you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Making because, that understood. Because a lot of kids have played in programs where the coach let them do what they want to do because they scared they're going to transfer. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's that's, that's, a, that's a big problem. Yeah. problem. And, like, if you prepare to do what you got to do, you ain't worrying about nobody transferring. You you worrying about a lot of people banging on your door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, I, I continuously tell a kid that. Man, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you. Like, I'm good. I'm not trying to make money off of you. I'm not trying to, you know, hey, yeah. this is my kid. Mm-hmm. This is my, uh, no. I'm trying to get you better on and off the court. And you say you want to be a pro, but a pro don't mean you playing in the NBA. Amen. Okay. Right. right. You know, you playing a semi with semi pro, this and that. But that that's my biggest challenge. And that 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 get checked at the door from day one. And and you have issues with it because kids gonna challenge you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. gonna challenge you. But like I said, you'll get a parent to say, Oh yeah, look, coach, here goes some film. My son average eighteen. Yeah, but you see who your son playing again? Right. Say it again. Your son averaging 30. Yeah. But do you see who your son playing again? Yeah. And exactly. some people would say 30 is 30. Numbers don't lie. They do. No, lie. They do. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Just like film yeah. and highlights <laughs> lie. You know highlights I mean? on your part when you see the rest before that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's, I mean, that's just my challenge because 
Like, I own a community center. I deal with kids every day, all day, anyway. So right. it's a walk of life for me. Right. You know, to know different, you know, where they came from, different backgrounds and things like that. Right. And I learned how to deal with all of them because, like I say, I done been all over the world playing basketball overseas. I mean, I done played with a... Uh, <laughs> A rabbi, a Hebrew, <laughs> right. atheist. Right. Like, I done played with all of them, and I understand all of them. You know what I mean? You, have, you can't have no hatred towards none of them Diversity. or no kids because of where they was brought up, who they with. Because one thing I always tell somebody, I tell people, there's a crackhead in every family. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn if okay. it's the royal family or uh, the Brewster Project family. Right. It's a crackhead in every family. Right. And, you know, on the team, there's always going to be one of those guys that – tries to destroy this, tries to destroy that. And I and I, I realized what it is years and years to come when I was playing is a lot of people are afraid of success. Yes. yes. So yeah. you would say, why did you do that? That was so stupid. Afraid of success. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because they uh, fear what people tell them. I mean, you got to understand it's a lot of kids that supposed to be high major kids, whatever it may be. They don't even know how to speak to people. So, mm-hmm. Okay, that's the ooh. you know what I mean. They don't even know how to speak to people, so they they and you look at their caption sometime on Instagram, you be like, "Bro, what is you saying?" Yes, <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? And and I think that that even goes like a little bit into like coaching them, right? So you know, I walked into Tony Harrison's gym, right, and his uh, brother LJ played professionally overseas. Mm-hmm. He was talking to two guys that he was training and taking them, they taking them through a mock interview. About how the media will ask you these questions, right. and then it could be he was like it could be about corn, and they'll take it and flip it, mm-hmm. and then what you gonna do? And I thought that was very very important because, yes. like you said, they don't know how to talk to anybody. They don't know how to even some coaches like you writing stuff on your Instagram, and it's not even a period after it. It's no <laughs> it, no punctuation <laughs> and no capitalization. And although this is small stuff. It goes back to what college has t- taught you. It right. teaches you to be a professional, right? Yeah. Being a professional means that I can communicate verbally, written. All of this stuff is important if I want to get a job as a coach at a higher level. Yeah. You know, because all the coaches that we know, I'm going to say, they, they coach in the high school. They want to go to the next level. Yeah. But things like you can't stop cussing in a, in a you know, mm-hmm. to be mic'd up is mm-hmm. what's going to stop you from going right. to that level. You not wanting to change your personal life mm-hmm. and not let everybody see it is what's going to stop you from going to that next level. And maybe that's not what your goal is. Well, other than I want to add, too, like when you have basketball practice, it is, it's not indicative to say that you have to be bouncing the basketball to have basketball right, practice. Right. There's a wide variety of things that you can tie into that ties into basketball. Time. It's mm-hmm. okay the first part of practice that you sit down and have conversations about things that happen. If something comes up in my house, like, oh, I think I need to dress this with my kids. Right. So take that time. And don't just make it just about basketball because in reality we all know it's bigger than basketball. But when you go ahead and mold these kids and give them and share your experience and the wisdom that's necessary to make them successful, that's what it's about. Because, yes, to sit here and say, okay, our kids, you tell them. And now Mm -hmm. people, they, they filming you. They walking up, giving you, um, they're asking you questions. And it's okay to say, listen, I'm not prepared to answer that question. Right. Mm-hmm. That's okay to say that. Mm-hmm. Opposed to you saying something that's not Absolutely. or I- inappropriate or that could pro- possibly get you in hot tr- um, hot water. But, you know, teaching is just not about bouncing that basketball when you're coaching. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's a it's a think, it's bigger than that. I think right. that's when he said, "I'm not a coach. I'm a mentor." Sure, a mentor absolutely. has that resume. A yeah. coach doesn't. A coach says, "Let's yeah. go in here and shoot and let's win a game." A mentor says, "Let's make sure you have all of this so you're successful on the next level." And maybe more coaches need to be mentors or consider themselves mentors. Or maybe you need to come down here and train these coaches on how to yeah. be a mentor. <laughs> yeah, and if you're not even equipped with it, make sure that you surround yourself with individuals that. Right. Can, I can't speak, but you know, I bring someone in that can teach you to speak. Yeah, you right. know what your weaknesses are. Put, go ahead and, and fill that void. Right. You know, put and somebody it, in place for that. And it's amazing you said that because uh, a couple of days ago, we supposed to practice. Right. And I sat down and I talked to them for about an hour and a half just about my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just letting them know, like, I, I didn't I didn't just uh, some happen to have this car or have this money or have this, have that. Right. It came from hard work. It mm-hmm. came from, you know, mistakes and you know, failures and sure. I mean, like I tell those guys, I told our guys, I failed so many times, it's crazy. Right. I made so many mistakes. You know what I mean? Like I told them, I say, fellas, listen. And I was one of the kids, I say, your people aren't the only people that sell drugs. Mm-hmm. Right. Said, My whole family is drug dealers, crack dealers, killers, right. and the right. whole nine. Uh, so right. Right. I was able to, you know, get through them cracks and sure. bam, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. came through and now it's time to you know, pick everybody else up. Right. But some people, and you have to get those kids those conversations because they get stuck and think this is what it is. Right. 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 You know, they get stuck. This yeah, is you got to give them a different perspective because without it, they'll be, it's like being in quicksand. You just, you're just trying not to drown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I will say, um, <clears throat> I know this is Chauncey's first year of high school. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a whole mm-hmm. lot right now. Um, I know our first game when we played River Rouge, and <laughs> Chauncey was interviewed at the end of the show. Oh, <laughs> baby! <laughs> for me, it was a it was like, oh God, you do too much for him. You enable him. That was one of the that was a, a reality check for me because mm-hmm. it's like he he did okay, he did well, but you could tell he's used to someone speaking for him. Mm-hmm. So for me, it, immediately me and Coach talked, and I'm like, look. <laughs> Wait, I know this gonna happen more, you know. Absolutely. Gonna, so we need to figure out how we're gonna get all the boys accustomed to speaking during the interview. Right. You know, he didn't. He didn't know he was gonna be talking. You know. But at the same time, I, it was a reflection of me. Like, you talking for him too much. You do too much for him. You know. Yeah. That's that's my biggest reality check this year. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and not only for him, but the other kids too. Like, wow. I've been able by kids a, a, a long but you time. Know what? You know, <laughs> I'm not going to agree with you on that. Yep. It, it's not true because if you're not doing it, and somebody else speaking something to us here, they're right. not speaking the truth like you are. Right. Okay, That's true. you know, they speaking something to where they saying, "Hey, get away from your mom." Right. Mm-hmm. Get right. Away from okay. Your dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got yeah. you. I can do this. I can do that. Your mama ain't hoop. Right. I had to come on back over here because I know we're recording. And well, and it's truth. it's crazy because I I've told you a couple different times. I've actually been in the gym with a with a guy who tells my son, "Why you always with your mama?" You always with your mama. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, but it's mama always in the gym. Right. So, so, right so exactly. So what's wrong with that? But I feel like, uh, once again, you want to belittle the fact that a woman can do exactly what you can do and see a, a, young, a young man be successful at it. You know what I mean? And I don't appreciate that sometimes because it's not fair. And it's not fair to say to a, a young man to, like, think that his mother. That's yours. <laughs> to think to think that his mother is um less of a person or less of a um uh an influence because she's a woman. Right. Right. You know, so 
So, um, I, I was going to say one thing I do, um, only probably probably because I'm anal, but anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. So I can appreciate, you know, our kids when they're in school, they have these presentations where they have to present on whatever topic. Mm-hmm. So that in that regard, I can appreciate that. But there have been times where I have video recorded my son and asked him five or six questions to have him answer the question. And then we'll go back, review it and say, listen, how do you think you did and then I'll ask him for his own feedback. Mm-hmm. And then I give him, give him my feedback, um, mm-hmm. you know, from looking up, looking up in the air, looking down or, you know, not pronouncing your words correctly because I already know it's coming. And it happened, you know, um, after a tournament, guy asked Xavier a question. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? And then I'm I'm hearing the ums and the ahs. And I said, I don't even think you were actually listening to the gentleman ask you the question. So first of all, you have to listen, listen. first right. so you can have the ability to answer the question right. properly. So, but, you know, we do the fake, you know, mock, mock interviews. interviews. So, yes. So, so my son isn't a big talker. We all know that. But with, except at home or um, at Keita House. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so what we do is uh, to, to help him verbalize because sure. I make him, I don't let him text and he's not able to text abbreviations and things like that. He's just not allowed. We don't do that because you need to use your words. Yeah. And also, so we got Rashad Phillips. We all know Rashad Phillips, right? His <laughs> verbiage, uh, language, his pronunciation, his English is awesome. So all day we sit and watch Rashad Phillips, and we critiqued him. And, and that's hard to do because that child, uh, that young man, hey, Shot, <laughs> he speaks. He speaks well. He speaks fluently. And, and he's versatile. So the reason why I pick him to have him watch is because you can watch him here on the screen with people you know, with people you want to meet, and he can also come to the house. So I want him to be able to personalize the conversation. This, yeah. person, this is a person. This is not just someone on TV that's reading the script. This is someone that can come and sit in your home. And that's why we use him to talk because we all know Jamal's not a talker. But he can verbalize very well, and it's because I make him study people who verbalize. And it's a pers- it's a, it'll be a personal person. So it's mm-hmm. not just somebody he thinks he's watching. LeBron said this. LeBron who? Rashad said this. And Rashad come and sit in your living room and say the same thing. Exactly. And, and that's why we use him as our example in, in my home. That's yeah. I have a question. So I know you you probably don't have it now. You don't experience it right now. But I know through youth basketball, when you were having your teams and everything, how do you address the parent? I'm not going to even just say dads because you mm-hmm. have some moms that's like this as well. Mm-hmm. That's that's trying to overcoach you. Because then it affects the key, the other children on the team. Not just mm-hmm. their kid. They are, you know, you're, you're affecting the other children on the team. How do you address that? Like, well, well, if you... First, first thing, like I say, I always invite the parents to practice. Mm-hmm. And I tell the parents, I mean, verbatim, like, only average people rush for garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Only average people rush for garbage. Like, and I, I, I'll show them, like, because I still have my AU teams and things like that, but I don't get into the, Oh, we got to go here. Oh, we got to go there. No, right. I'm going to build you up to where when you get in the ninth grade, people going to say, who is that? Where I've never seen him before. Right. <laughs> and you're going to be fundamentally sound all the way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I always have meetings with our parents, you know, and I give them a layout sheet of who I am, what we're going to do. And I want you to be there to see it. You know, I want you to be there to see it because a lot of coaches are throw parents out of the gym because they try to coach them. Mm-hmm. And I have had that situation. And one time I, you know, I stopped and was like, hey, you want to coach the team? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know I that's right. Parent, like, hey, you want to coach the team? Nah, man, but he he what? He here to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, he here to learn. So whether you can let him evolved. learn or take him to another program. Right. And because that's, we ain't finna have that here. Right. And that's one of the things that some coaches 
they they don't understand if I'm not and I'm not saying oh you got to put a parent in their place mm-hmm. but to make a parent respect what you're doing is the best way to have the best experience for the child mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean and um it's funny cuz I, I I've between daddy coaches mm-hmm. and and I always we don't laugh we say daddy coaches a lot because we we do get a lot of people who and I was a mama coach but I'm gonna tell you I was totally different you know yeah, but she was the mom <laughs> they, but it's just sad when you have to when you, unfortunately because you, you will get some coaches that you don't have control over okay mm-hmm. yeah. I go my son is at a school unfortunately and he had to play JV and I didn't have control over that right. um, so I had to teach him how to deal with it and I think the part that parents don't understand is teaching your child how to deal with what's going yes. on with the coaches, yeah. no matter who it is, mm-hmm. right, wrong, indifferent. Mm-hmm. How can you be better for this coach or for this program? Because at the end of the day, you the one got to go in there, work hard, and mm-hmm. bust your butt to make the coach yeah. play you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a that's a huge. Um, you got some because I want to get into uh, <laughs> specific. Well, I, I, no right, I had no comment. I had no comment. Specifics. <laughs> We on the same page. We on the same page, right. So, um, you're at Spire, okay? How many kids from Detroit do you have on your teams? Because you got two teams, so I know they're both. I think think on my post-grad team, I think three. Okay. Mm -hmm. And on my high school team, it's four. Okay. How long have you been there? I don't think you have. I've just been there one year. Just the first year. Okay, good. Okay. Where are some of the other people from? The other children? Uh, From the Congo. Every. Yeah, from mm. some guys from France. Okay, I got cool. a kid from um, Hungary. Diverse and um, which is beautiful for it Detroit yeah. players, yeah. So students to even to even yeah. know like that's about that's you know that's right yeah. diversity. Um, L A. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere you can think of. Yeah, they good. Yeah, they, good. they come from anywhere, everywhere. Man. Right, right. Okay. Now, now they <laughs> so dumb. So now when you so when when you when okay, put like this. I'm gonna just. When you when you got to Spire, we saw like okay this kid coming. Oh nah, this kid coming. It's like everybody was bailing. They was right. dipping. It was like it was like it, 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 it kind of like it was like the Spire Jermaine Jackson draft of the Detroit yeah. players. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and and, and and it's so crazy because every week we like okay who next? Right. Okay who next? And then my son came home like ma, I need to go visit. I'm like boy well, your daddy, boy <laughs> well, your daddy ain't about to let you go. <laughs> but. I my my biggest question, I guess, is when you started to recruit, because at the end of the day, you gotta do your job. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happened, you gotta do your job. Mm-hmm. When you started to recruit, what was your thought process about what people would think from Detroit? Oh, good question. Yeah, okay. I, I know it's a horrible question, <laughs> right, but, but I but she know I don't give a damn about and, and, and one thing I spiritually have learned that, like, you know, when the devil cooking, you see smoke. Okay. When God cooking, you don't see no smoke. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a lesson. The thing about it, I didn't go to nobody's house and come play for me. Hey, come play for me. I didn't go into all that. You know what I mean? And, and it's just a situation to where when you get this guy, kids recruit kids. Facts. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know what I mean? Kids yeah, recruit kids. You put true. it to you like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, like, I, I ain't gonna hold shit back. I mean, the whole <laughs> thing is like, I, I I was dealing with Myron Gardner. That's who I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because 
I know his situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. you know, I know he's just home with his mom, and she don't know a damn thing about basketball. Right. Because right. she's not watching saying? our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, I mean, she's the sweetest lady in the world, uh-huh. but she don't know basketball. Right. You know what I mean? And it wasn't even about Myron, come play with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was helping him out for AAU. Mm-hmm. Right. He was out of shape. He hurt his ankle. And you right. hear people talking, Myron this, Myron that. I say, shit, Myron Garner, the best player on his team. Mm-hmm. No, he ain't no he ain't. All right, let me get him for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So now, in the midst of that, next thing you know, here come Georgetown. Here come Kansas State. Here come this. And I'm in the stands, and I hear a coach like, damn, look at his body. Damn, he in shape. Damn, he this. Damn. Mm-hmm. So now, you you put that in him. Mm-hmm. You don't think he gonna go to this boy and say, "Bro, you need to come and do this." Exactly. You need to do that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Do that. So now it's not, it was never about me having conversations with coaches. Right. You know, and like when Myron came to play for me, you know, I heard a little chattering at the school from the coaches. Jermaine didn't do this. Jermaine didn't do that. Jermaine didn't do that. Yeah, but Jermaine to coach your ass in circles. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jermaine, I work you. Jermaine, right. I mean, right. you speaking and, on and, me, and I don't even engage into speaking to none. I don't even know half of these guys. Right, right, right. And it's Jermaine, it's Jermaine. Well, keep watching me. Right. right. Yeah. And that's, and I'm going to say, so when when the, when the stir, when it was all stirring up, the first thing I told Bay, I said, let me tell you something. I don't care how many kids he get. I don't care who he get them from. I don't care if they come. One thing I know is that they're going to be better when they leave him because that's what he does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I and I that. and I put that on anything and I'm gonna tell you it's so it's <clears throat> it's only so many coaches in our state, unfortunately, right. that you can say that about. Right. Yeah. Jamal right. said that same thing to right. me. He's like, Ma, Rocket gonna play with Jermaine Jackson <laughs> senior. He about to be a beast for real now. Nah. <laughs> exactly. So that's a blessing. I mean and P I don't you know and that's why I say is it really about the kids? Because if you knew Jermaine you will be saying it's a blessing for those kids. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You will be saying that. And that's but the but thing you know, is, Keita, they do know me. They do. Oh, well, but the they, whole thing is, <laughs> they, but you know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said like 30 minutes ago, you have people that yeah. you yeah. shared your dream with yeah. right. that you're not with. So now they'll start pulling, he ain't this, he ain't yeah. that, he that. It's okay. You can come with me. Mm-hmm. Right. I just know who you are. Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can come and coach with me. You can come and do whatever. But I understand I know who you are. Right. right. Exactly. I don't hate you. I know who you are. I know what you're about. Right. So and that's the I'm, best way to be with any person. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the like to be able to still deal with you because I know who you are. And right. that's the yeah. because think about this. You don't never hear people say, Jermaine asked me for this. Right. Jermaine asked me for that. Uh-huh. I don't ask nobody for nothing. Uh-huh. And I never have coming up. Right. You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I take. I asked Howard Isley for a pair of NBA socks, <laughs> and H. he gave me some Utah Jazz tights. <laughs> he gave me one sock, and he said, "When you get to the league, you can get the other one." Oh man, I, I know that's right. You know what I mean? And shit, I that's got motivation. That's motivation. It was only worth five dollars. I'll be honest with you, and I still got the tights. Those your socks you earned. I still got them. You know what I mean? Motivation. And that's what it is, but. Like I say, when those kids, like with me, I'll take any kid. Mm-hmm. I don't need a thirty-point score. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I'll take any kid, and it, because I don't, I don't just sit back and say, "Oh yeah, look who I got," mm-hmm. and we good. No, I put these like, like one of the kids said. Uh, no, somebody said, "Spire don't run no offense." Okay. We don't run offense. I think we what twenty six and one, mm-hmm. right? Something okay. like that. But yeah, so. we don't run no offense. <laughs> but my whole thing is, kids create offense. Right. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's the you truth. Know. Defense wins championships. Defense wins. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, kids. Right. But did you hear what he said? He said 
kids create yeah. offense. offense right. And I'm I'm making this a point because when parents call me and they ask me about their kids and training and all that, and the things I tell them, your kid need to be able to shoot, mm-hmm. create his or her own shot, handle the ball if you want an offensive kid. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you're going to have different issues here and there because you want the kid to score 30. Mm-hmm. Well, if they can't do those three things, it's going to be hard to score 30. Right. Right. You understand right. what I'm saying? So those skills are necessary when depending on what kind of kid or yeah. player you're yeah. trying to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like with our team. I mean, I'll be honest. We got so much talent; it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But the way they're they're able to excel is I don't hold them back from nothing that they can do. Exactly. I mean, some of our kids that come across half court and pull it. No lie, I'm like, good shot. Dura Whaley, Muffer High School, <laughs> all day long. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because they see him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, they practice it. Right, right. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. in the gym practicing. Shoot it. Right. Shoot it from there. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, if you've seen like footage of our games, you'd be like, that's a bad shot. Is it really? Right, right. If you can make it, how's it a bad yeah, shot? Right. If that three, I tell all our kids, visualize that three-point line out there. Mm-hmm. Shoot it from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Visualize go the line. Go yeah, visualize that line is not there. Work so, your butt off to make that ball go in the basket. And mm-hmm. so now, I mean, it's like I get so many text messages and so many calls about I want to come to Spire. I want to come to Spire. I want to come to Spire. Mm-hmm. Come. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come, I'm not. I'm not knocking you, but I'm not gonna promise you playing time. Right, mm-hmm. right. But I'm gonna promise you that you're gonna get better. You, yeah, and that's, and that's the that's definition. Yeah. That's and I think important. that's one thing that, like, a coach should always, no matter what, player one through fifteen should get better. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And that's to me. That's that's what to me defines a really good coach. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I say that wholeheartedly when we talk about Mark White, and he had all those good guys like top of this, but Marcus Stout, nobody. We just Marcus Stout just ran the office, yeah. but Marcus Stout is in the Fordham University Hall of Fame right now because when he got to college, he was able to do his thing because of what he was taught by his high school Absolutely. coach, right. which goes back to the yeah. conversation we had about if I'm a scorer, but I'm five or let's just say six feet, let's just say five yeah. ten, five nine. I'm a I'm a scoring point guard. How are you going to prepare me to be a point guard on the next level? Right. Because at five nine, five ten. I'm not going to be a scorer in college. Right. Right. How many coaches we know have not instilled those same principles for a point guard to be able to do both? Whether you go to a school that's going to let you score like that or you go to a school that's going to demand that you be a leader and run the offense. Mm -hmm. And I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Comment. And there's a lot of those coaches that don't know how to do that. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And they're afraid to reach out to somebody and, and show me get, how to, to do get that. that. And, and that's, that's the blessing. Like. That's what we yeah. The same like thing you go back and you say Harry Harrison and all, all those guys, not only did they come out and care, they talk to each other. Yeah. Right. And they learn from each other. And right. they work together even though they had to compete against each other. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right. And these Our are egos. egos. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Egos the, yep. are too big that's to go right. and get the help you need yeah. to make your people successful. That's one of our Detroit's uh, problems. Yeah. Yeah. If you can take a little bit of this yeah. coach, a little bit of this coach, a little bit of this coach, a little bit of this coach, you'll have a great coach. But since they don't want to share knowledge, it's, it's not going to happen. I'm taking mm-hmm. from everybody. And that, and that, hey, <laughs> say it again. Yeah. That's the one thing I tell my son. Don't repeat the wheel if you don't have to. <laughs> you see somebody doing something good, you steal that. Yeah. Right. You take that and you add that to you. Yeah. To forget what they talking about. I want whatever, whoever is successful. I want some of that. Yeah. Right. I want to know how you did it. Whatever you did, I'm following that. To be a great leader, you got to be a great follower. That's right. Yeah. And so that's half have, the problems too yeah. with it. We have coaches. a view. This is for Jermaine. We have Brian Alexander. Yes. Oh. Hey, Brian. He said hey, yes. Brian. He said we take the unknown kids and make them known. And yes. then he he said, also, 
selfishness and egos. Egos. Yes. Egos. 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 Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just pop those little bubbles and we'll be good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Um, so for all of us basketball heads, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. going from gym to gym. Right? Oh, my God. High school. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, uh, college. Um, it's about your son. Where is your son? As you know, I was looking for him. Right. Like, where he at? Well, he just, he's, he's been training a lot. He's been training okay. a lot with different uh, NBA guys, different NBA trainers. And okay. uh, he'd be up at Spire with me training also. Right. Yeah, he'd be training. So, uh, he, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I think he's um, he's in the best place he's been in the last two, three years. Good. Good. He you said you missed him. We missed him. And I say that because of he gets – hate and grief because of me. Right, sure. right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if, you really, if you really sat down and met him, you'd be like, damn. Like, he's a great kid. Yeah. And I mean, with all the turmoil and things that right. his dad go through or whatever it may be, he's still able to smile right. with it or whatever it may be. But like I say, he's the last, probably like the year and a half, he's been kind of hurt, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. From, you know, situations right. to where, right. you know, and, and guys live on the past. I'm not saying he's living on the past because he's fresh into what he's mm-hmm. doing. And mm-hmm. it's like when he didn't get a chance to be voted for Mr. Basketball. Right. Oh, you know, pissed. and I told him, yeah. that shit ain't that ain't because no. of you. That's because of me, man. Exactly. Right, right. <laughs> That's because of me. Exactly. Right. And, and guess what? You 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 can't live off of that trophy anyway. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell me exactly. who got Mr. Basketball five years ago. Exactly. You don't, you know, I mean, I understand you want it because you're competing. But young fella, understand this. From ninth grade to twelfth grade, you've been double teamed your whole career. Mm-hmm. Right. And you've been having Still making it happen. Exactly. Still making it happen. Five, eight, five, nine. You right. good. You're good. Right. You're right. You yeah. good. Don't, that's, that's don't worry about that. You know Amen. I mean? yeah. So your kid is a great kid to me. Let me say, I don't let kids follow me on Instagram, but I always go to their pages and I appreciate that your son I always see him on the younger guys, like our kids' pages, when they post their little videos and things like that. Like, good job, bro. Keep yeah. working. And I right. appreciate that yeah. about him. Yeah. And like I don't know him personally besides going to watch him, but I do appreciate that. I always see him on the younger guys. Page. Yeah. Good job, bro. Keep working. I see you, bro. Yeah. And tell, tell him I appreciate that from him. And oh, I go yeah. to all our babies' pages to see what's going on. Right. And I see him on there a lot. Congratu- yep. I mean, congratulating them, yeah. telling them to work hard, motivating them. And I think yeah. that's great for him. It's a good dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, how is it? You have a younger son as well. Yeah. So how is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's something else. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I know I have a younger son that looks up. Cody mocks everything that Chassie does. Like he yeah. loves them the other day. Um, he was in a room and he kept saying one, two, three, execute or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> where did you get that from? Somewhere. What are yeah. you talking about? Like, stop saying that. And he like, that's what Coach Warren talks. That's what we do in practice. I'm like, oh, yeah, they sponges. They, yeah. They so how do you execute? Yeah. So how do you? Um, I know he looks up to his brother. I know he do. Um, and I they they probably night and day. But how how do you balance that? You know, he in his own world, like. He he's a different kid. Like, mm-hmm. He ain't he he don't look up. I mean, he looks up to his brother, but he wants to defeat him in <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, he, he'll tell like it was snow outside a couple weeks ago. Let's go out and play. Let's go out and play because he really think he can beat him. Like, right, he's gonna beat him. Like, yeah, he really think it, but he's more of a football guy though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He he'll, he'll he'll throw that ball down. He'll throw that basketball down for that football. Mm-hmm. But oh, that's, that's not, but I mean that's just how I was though. I didn't mm-hmm. start playing basketball until eleventh grade. In high school, okay, you know, I was playing football, mm-hmm. but I mean, he he's 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 like his daddy, and his and my oldest boy is like his mom. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Like, mm-hmm. like my youngest boy, I tell him all the time, I got to put you in a boxing class because you going to have to learn how to fight because somebody going <laughs> to knock you out. <laughs> you know who we sound like, though? Yeah. And I always say the younger ones are like Drew. Drew, Drew and Chuck. Yeah. Like Drew the tough one. Drew, yes. Drew. He gonna be something else, Drew Bailey boy, that that kid. Yeah. But I look at your son and I, your youngest son. I'm like, dang, they, they big, big brothers always make the little brothers so. They make them tougher, tough, you know. Yeah. Tony Tobert and Brian Tobert, like. Yeah. <laughs> ex and Tyler, what? Yeah, yeah. like they just want to beat them. Hands. I'm like, you gonna catch one one day. I'm telling you, you gonna wait till you sleep and you gonna catch it. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just don't hug him. Just don't hug him hard. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So my um, let's. Be, I'm gonna get to this because we got about you know ten ten maybe ten minutes yeah. left. Um, as a, what is your ultimate goal? Like being where you are, you've been so many places, you've had, you've experienced so many things. Um, what's your ultimate goal? I mean, whether it's yours in itself or for your kids, your coaching or your, even your, I, your, your, um, your kids, your, your um, I think, children. I think, uh, and that's a great question because I don't think I never reach it. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I feel you. Yeah, I don't think I'll never reach it because, like, like my little nieces, they got kids, and I see them with the ball and their little, you know, the yeah. little, little plastic thing. I'm like, damn, I can't wait till we get you older. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's like, I, I'll say I'll never reach it because I want to be in too many places at one, one time. time. Amen. Amen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Like, like I like like being honest. Like I see little Chauncey, I see little Rob, and I see kids, and I'm like. Damn, I can't wait to get it. <laughs> like, I promise you, that's how I'll be. I'll be looking at kids' highlights, and I'll be like, the hell is he doing? No. Right. He got to do that another way. Let me get yeah. his number. Let me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing be like, let's get in the gym. Let's, let's get in the, the gym. gym. Let's yeah. get in the gym. You know that's what I mean? So like, uh-huh. because like I said, with me having my own gym, we and we be in the gym at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, and like our whole, like my whole AU team must stay at the house. My, like I brought my whole Spire team. Like we at the house and just showing them and teaching them different things. Right. And yes. Like yeah, we have a situation. Yeah. They were just, all here. <laughs> it's just that thing. Like I don't never think I'll reach my ultimate goal. Like I was in the midst of uh, writing a book called Dying Empty. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. and I don't never think that'll happen right. because like it, it's crazy, but it's like at 555, I'm talking basketball with Larry Brown, 615, I'm on the phone with Jerry, Jerry Stackhouse, right. you know what I mean? Eight o'clock, I'm on the phone with Perry Watson, you know what I mean? It, it's like, it's a gift and a curse to me Yes, because you know so much and then you talk to people and you be like, Damn, dog, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Bro, right. let me show you this. Right. Let me show you this platform. Here, yeah. take it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have gave so many people in Detroit, like, a platform, like, bro, do this, this right here. This is your part. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, it, no, I can't do that because, because, because. Like, okay. Bro, do this right here. Good. Like, I'll be honest with you. When I went to Spire, it was three people. I said, yo, come with me. Come with me. Ah, man, I can't. Because they didn't, the, the board was, the board was clear. They didn't see the dream. Right. Wow. They didn't see it. Didn't you know see what yep. I mean? I'm like, come on, man. Come on, man. And it was, ah, nah. Okay. I'm telling you what I'm about to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you what I'm about mm-hmm. to do. You you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. You right. know, because think about it. When we was at Mount Clemens, I didn't have one Division One basketball player on my team when we first got going. Facts. And next thing you know, I was I the was biggest cheater the in the world. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Right. I was the biggest cheater in the world with eighth, ninth graders. Mm-hmm. Guys playing JV, none of the guys play varsity basketball, and I became the biggest cheat in the world. Why? 
because I put a 42-day plan together for all the kids. And if you know yeah, anything about, about the 42-week <laughs> plan, we talked to somebody who talked so about that. So now it's a it is a truth to it. Damn, how he he got him. How he I been had him. When he was with you, he wasn't no good, but now he's good because we putting the work in. Perry right. Watson. You know what I mean? Forty two day plan. <laughs> so we got a so I have, Jermaine, we got a I'm sorry, we got a viewer question and then you can go ahead, Bang. Um Kanar William asked, Would Jermaine recommend a kid who's talented but not quite ready to contribute in college um, to go to a prep school or try to red shirt for college? But the thing is, how you know you're not ready to contribute at a college? That shows you haven't done your homework at whatever college mm-hmm. it may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can never say you're not college ready because that summer school time that you get going into college, right. you see where you at and you see what you have to do. So right. there's other factors that would go into that Absolutely. to better be able to determine what type of outcome that probably will happen. Right, so. you have Absolutely. Do you think people okay, choose prep Canard. school because, like, like when when they think about it, because you, you, you said... Most people are afraid to succeed. Mm-hmm. So instead of me saying, I'm going to go to college, like I was taught, like we mm-hmm. were all taught, yeah. I'm going to work my butt off when I get to this school because I know everybody going to be as good as me. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be the man right away. So I'm going to go to prep school or I'm going to wait a year. You know, do you yeah. think that's the majority of reasons why, why people is, choose prep it, school? It is. And another thing is, too, you know, you can go, you can go to the NBA draft and post-grad. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. You know, so right. now a lot of people be like, shit, I'm going to high school, I'm going to go to post grad, and I'm going pro. Okay. I ain't going to college. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? They, they, I ain't going to college. Right. You know what I mean? But a lot and of And there's nothing wrong with that for people, our listeners. I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you because you mm-hmm. said it earlier. You know, um, we put all this stuff into education and we say the books, the books, the books. And we, it's the right way to teach our kids. But at the end of the day, I was just talking yesterday, like, what subjects do we use? Mm-hmm. You know, what did I learn? Why is the first two years of college a, re, a redo of high school? Right. Well, that's to make money. That, for that extra yeah, money absolutely. that they need to make to, to make sure we in debt. You know what I mean? But Jamal, go ahead. I, yeah. I have Jamal, one question. Okay. Five minutes. He just came in. Jermaine, if you could tell young athletes that's aspiring to play sports professionally one thing, what would it be? Fall in love with what you do. Yep. Yep. And and just don't let nobody tell you, baby, you ain't good in that. Yeah. Because that's what happened with with Jamal to back your prep school. Jamal was like, Well, mom, I'm going prep. I was like, Oh, okay, where you gonna get some money from? (laughs) But he was like, Well, I'm going prep. I was like, Well, why do you want to go prep? You're gonna finish school. You owe me because we got a deal. You owe me. You owe me two much two years of college, no babies until after twenty five. So we got this deal. (laughs) No, you're gonna finish our process. And he's like, No, I'm going prep because everybody keeps saying I'm too short to uh play D one. So I'm just going to go prep because they're going to make me ready to play D1. So his want to go to prep reason was what you said. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think because somebody classified him, you yeah. know, and he's yeah. in his head now. He doesn't think he's going to be able to do whatever he wants to do from where he is. And that's why he said he's going prep. I don't know how, but that's what he's doing. I think, and I'll tell you all this, I think one of the biggest reasons kids go prep is because we have coward men mm-hmm. in basketball yeah. in the city mm-hmm. of Detroit. <laughs> ding, ding, yes. ding, ding, and, ding. and what I mean by that, like people will say, "Oh, there's a Jermaine Jackson rule." <laughs> oh yeah, I heard of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, wait, we have well, Jermaine Jackson rule. Explain to those who don't know. Yeah, because I don't know. I hear that one. Yeah. I mean, I heard it was Jermaine Jackson rule from kids transferring from one school to another school. The transfer, the transfer date stuff. They call that the Jermaine Jackson. They call that the Jermaine Jackson rule. Okay, you ruined it for everybody. And you know what though? If I did, if I did, I love it. Right, right, right. Because what people don't understand is. 
high school basketball as an after school activity. Yes, uh-huh. right. teach them, Jay. What other high school activity you know got all those rules? Right. right. Teach them. They want to control the what? They want to control the narrative. Uh-huh. Exactly. Your kid can do this. Your kid can't, can't do, that. do that. Right. So now when these kids, the other kids on ESPN playing in front of sold out crowds, they're like, hold on, we can't. Why we can't do this? Right. Because you're 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 stuck into the boys' club with the after school activity. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So now, uh-huh. if everybody say, you know what? Let's get all our kids, and we can have a game on our own association uh-huh. on Tuesday. Yes, say it again. And then have another game on, on, on whether it's Friday and Saturday. Now you got three games a week. Right. Now you got everybody come see you. Now you done played 35 to 45 yeah, games. Yeah. Now it's a whole different situation. On your own without somebody running so your own. Really, right. So basketball. now they're really going to hate me because now I got a whole lot of money behind me to where I'm going to try to change all that narrative to where – these kids can go play wherever they want to play where they ain't got to be shut down with one rule. So, that's right. you know, that, that's the whole thing. Yep. Well, I appreciate everything. So we, we are so thankful. Clap it up. And I um, ain't getting out one you. tough question. We thank you back for the, the tough. Which, which right. Right we thank right. you very okay. much for coming, yeah, uh, spending your time in Detroit today. Yes. As we know, you have to get back for practice. We'd like to thank our sponsors. Go ahead. We thank our sponsors. We got Horatio Williams, who does um, everything we ask him. <laughs> uh, we got Enjoy Detroit, who uh, always sponsors our apparel. We have some we other people who I can't yes. think of. Our right lemonade. Now. Oh, yes. we got the house. <laughs> we got the house of lemonade guy who sometimes gives us lemonade when we're being nice to him. Uh, we still love him. We, yes. do, we do. We love him to death. Uh, and everybody who supports us, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, yes, thank you. Thank you, so you for being our special thank guest. So we appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate Great definitely have you back thank on. And the boys, the boys need to come inspire. I got yeah, you. we coming for the summer, so we can I bring the books. Hey. Gotta get yes. bumped around a little bit. Thank and that's so a wrap. Coming. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, thank you listeners and viewers. Great, great, great. Bigger than basketball. Yes.